Okay. So, hey. Hi. All right. So, today, because of the recent um, government shutdown, I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? Like, how often do parents tell their kids, like, the whole truth about everything that goes on in life? Like, I feel as though that some things that you should tell your, your children and there's some things that um, you should not tell your children uh, to the extent, you know, if, if that if that makes sense. Um, so um, I was just having this thought and I was just like, parents like really have like a, a big responsibility raising children. But like a big difficulty for me, and I don't know if it's a difficulty for you, is just how much of the truth should we tell our kids? Like for me, I sometimes am very fearful of things that come on the news, et cetera, like that. But how many times do we tell our kids like everything that's going on? I don't think that we should necessarily tell our kids like, don't go this like, okay, say, you know, how kids run off. You don't want to tell your kid if you run off, somebody's going to take you. You're going to be kidnapped for life and we won't see you for years and they might kill you like I do tell Hunter, if you run off from me and Dada, you're going to have a new family because they're going to take you and we're not going to be able to find you. I do tell him that because Hunter's just that type of kid that you have to give like fear. And, and I'm just that's what I've been telling his coach with basketball. I'm like, I'm not satisfied because my son needs fear in his heart. OK, like I'm just that person. At, he's at that age for me that I'm like, no, you need a little bit of fear, fear in your heart. But um. As we know, like, there's no one-size-fits-all for our kids. If you have multiple kids, I'm learning because I have a second child now that they have two different personalities, two different, um, they're at two different ages, so they understand two different levels of comprehension. So for me, it's just like, okay, like, I'll have to get used to them being three years apart. There's some things that I'm, as Hunter gets older, I'll share with Hunter that I won't share with Jackson. So... I was just having this thought and I was just like, there's no manual for the kids. There's no manual that tells you what you should tell your kids and what you shouldn't tell your kids. And so I was just like thankful that I have momish podcasts because it's just like a community of us that we get to talk about these things and we come from different aspects. And I love seeing y'all comments. Y'all are amazing co-hosts. And I just love seeing like different experiences because sometimes y'all like hit me to stuff and I'm like, oh, wow, you did that with your child. Um, I'm a travel with my child. So I'm just like going through this thought process. First of all, I had 40 days to just be <laughs> doing nothing. So I was thinking about a lot of things. So um, I was reading this article today and it was saying like, um, children do have different levels of comprehension. We know that and on based on their individual personality and development age. So I was like, that's true because Hunter is five. And he asked some questions that me and John are not always ready for. Like the other day, he was like, well, why didn't Jesus make us? Why didn't Jesus make us alive when dinosaurs were alive? And I was just like, okay. Um, I didn't know what to say in the beginning, but I was just like, okay, first of all, I'm gonna have to go through the whole history of dinosaurs, the whole contradiction of whether dinosaurs really existed or not. And then I'm gonna have to tie it to and correlate it to the Bible and go through all of this with Hunter. So I was just like, baby, I don't know. 
And that was just like a simple answer. And I know he wanted answers, but I was just like, I don't know. Because I didn't really feel like going through all the history. And nevertheless, I don't know all of the history. I'm one of those people, I don't know if dinosaurs existed. So I'm not going to sit here and tell him a lie or what I think happened in the past or why I think Jesus didn't make us alive when dinosaurs were alive. So that was a, a situation, a simple situation where I was just like, I don't know. And then the other day when we left Chuck E. Cheese, he was just like, you know, God made the world and... John was uh, he said Jesus made the world and John was like no God made the world and Hunter being Hunter he was like well what did Jesus do and John was like trying to give him because we both grew up in church John was trying to give him like the answer he was like Jesus saved us and Hunter was just like saved us from what like we weren't about to be killed or nothing so what what you even talking about that was his tone like that's exactly what he said he's like what you even talking about we wasn't about to be killed like uh what did he save us from and me and john was like wait a minute like first of all this man talking like jesus ain't did nothing first of all but then john was like he saved our souls and so he was like well uh what is a soul and he was like is it inside my heart is it little or is it big? Like, what size is a soul? And it just went, this conversation went on and on and on. And I'm just saying that because Hunter is a kid that wants to know why. He's not going to take a one-word answer. He's not going to take you for your word. He's going to be like, why, why, why? How, how, how? And eventually he's going to stump you because you're going to be like, listen, you even going to get tired of talking to him. Like, little boy, just hush. I know what I'm talking about and just take me for my word. Or you're going to start thinking like me and John was doing. Like, okay, we got to learn how to explain these things to him. Erica said, they, they existed. It's in the Bible, but it's a lot for kids. Yes, they are very inquisitive and very smart. And I don't necessarily know how to explain everything to him. So, um, I was just like... Uh, Hold on. Back to my article that I was reading today because I we didn't really do anything at work today because we just moved into a new building. So it was saying like as for whether there's an age appropriate version of the truth, studies show that children under five cannot comprehend the com complexity of life and relational issues that an older child can. The older the child, the greater the need for fully honest dis disclosure and guidance that will help the child integrate and set their own value system, which I thought was amazing. I thought that whole paragraph was amazing because I feel as though if we don't build a solid value system with our children, we will end up with a lot of Trumps in the world. <laughs> and I'm sorry to call Trump out, but I'm just thinking like, those are things that you think about. Like, okay, what did Trump mom tell him? What did she teach him? And necessarily, it's not necessarily always the parents fault. Some kids just stray on their own thing. But I'm, I was just like, that's true. Like we have to, we can't necessarily just tell them just because I said so, because eventually they're going to have to grow up and wonder, well, what happened? A big question Another big question is whether it's ever okay for parents to lie to their kids. Here's where it comes to using judgment. And I was typing my notes up, y'all. So this is because I didn't want to forget anything because these were like real concerns of mine. In general, I would say it's not good or advisable to lie to your kids. But sometimes it's not always, it's not always advisable to tell them everything. So um, 
I just feel like you as a parent should kind of like use your own inner guidance on how much you want to tell your child. Me personally, I have my own inner guidance on how much I want to tell my kids. Um, So for instance, like um, the government was shut down. So I've been home for like 40 days. And so Hunter is more used to my husband taking him to school. He does school pickup and drop off most days unless I'm teleworking and can do it. Um, but other than that, he does majority of it. So I was home and Jackson was staying home with me. So Hunter's like, well, why isn't Jackson going to daycare? Why aren't you going to work? And the first week I was just like, you know, mommy's work is closed. My work is my job is closed. And he took that as it was. And he was just like, okay, mommy's job is closed. The next week, he was just like, well, why are you why are you home and why are you not at work? And I was just like, well, mommy's job is closed. I necessarily didn't want to go into the extent of the ins and out of the government shutdown, the uncertainty of when I will be returning to work, um, the uncertainty of mommy's receiving a paycheck because he's a five-year-old. Had he been older, I probably would have educated him just because of the history background on what is a government shutdown, what does it entail at a teenage age, sure. But as a five-year-old, mommy's job is closed. That's all I told him. And I didn't lie, but I didn't tell him the extent of the truth because I don't necessarily think that my kids should like kind of worry themselves over things that they shouldn't have to worry about at that age. Um, And so I say that to say because I know some parents share like their whole extent of their life with their kids. there may be people with uh, blended families. There may be people who went through a divorce. There may be people who have um, non-existent parents in their lives, like a deadbeat mom or a dad. And those type of situations are very tough because I've never been through a divorce. Uh, I don't have a non-existent parent for my children. Um, there's certain situations that I have not been through, which is why I come to Momish because you guys have different aspects and different backgrounds of life and different experiences, which is amazing because now you can like comment and talk to each other amongst each other in the community. But I was just thinking like, how much should you tell your children in those instances? So if it's a divorce, I feel as though you should i've never been through a divorce so don't take me don't say she don't know what she's talking about she never been through a divorce don't tell don't tell me what to do with my baby daddy you know i'm not here to say that i'm just saying like if there's a non-existent parent in in your child's life i was just thinking of me because i've been in that situation um and so the parent, the parent that is existing, do you lie to your children? Do you take up the slack of the non-existent parent and tell them, you know, well, hey, if if their dad told them or mom told them they're coming and they don't show up, what do you say? Like, are you saying, oh, dad had to work late or mom, she had a doctor's appointment. That's why she's not here. Or do you tell them the truth? Are you telling them like, um, well, he didn't come and he's not coming, like, straight blank blank period because I feel like to some extent for me if I was in that situation starting off because I I will have to go through a learning process which we all do as parents I will be like trying to save my child's emotions because um, children do have emotions so to tell a child like your your parent isn't your mother or your father isn't coming they're deadbeat 
they're just never they don't care about you they're, they've never done nothing for you like that could hurt a child like scar them for life but i also find um it not advisable to to lie to them too much because how many doctor's appointments how many uh working lates can you possibly make up where your child is like okay this is bs you know as they get older then they'll they may become resentful to you because they're like well you lied to me all those times and told me he had this or she had that and that's why they weren't coming to get me when all in all you knew they was bsing like as the child gets older they begin to see things and so i feel like those lies that you're telling to save their emotions at the time may be beneficial at the time but then like as they get older and they realize that you would lie to them as well, you're just just as much as a culprit as the other person. And that's just my personal opinion, but I would like to hear from somebody who is who has been through that background. Um uh, Nikita said, Nope, I'm not taking the cover. Call him. Kids are smart, they will figure it out on their own. Um Natalia made a great point, which I'm about to touch on never bash the absent parent um i like how nikita said just call tell the kids to call him and let that parent take their slack let them take what they tell them to tell them tell their kids why they can't be there um and never bash the absent parent because i feel like that is a lesson when i talk about building those value systems in your child's life i feel like that is a lesson that you're teaching your child like how to respect how to uh, deal with life struggles how to deal with uh, tough times how to deal with how to interact with people who may not do you right all the time there are going to be people in the world that are going to wrong your children and so you're teaching them this person may have wronged me but i'm not going to retaliate i'm not going to bash them to other people and I'm not uh, Mrs. America and I'm not waving for world peace or nothing like that. But I just think that it builds a better America. I mean, we're going through craziness right now. There's so many murders, so many like people are losing their lives over arguments in the street and beef because this person said something about this person. So I feel like those are the times where you're like teaching your child like the values, value systems, um, and we may not realize it because I didn't realize it until I started thinking about all this stuff. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, I'm about to start, like, watching what I say, watching what I say about other people around Hunter, watching how I interact with other people around Hunter um, and Jackson. But I mainly say Hunter because he's my oldest. Um, someone said, my mom said when he does come, ask him what was so important that you couldn't see me. I learned to count on my mom. And if my father came along, cool. If he didn't, I went and played. Um, and I think that's a good thing because the whole title of this podcast episode is Parents Are Superheroes. Whether you're a mom, whether you're a dad, I believe that we are superheroes. Because if you look at like superhero movies, um, Hunter's favorite favorite the character is Spider-Man. I have not gotten to the room reveal yet, but it's coming, y'all. The last thing came today, and I'm excited to do it because he'll be gone this weekend because this weekend is my birthday. But back to what I was saying. Hunter's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is this regular old Peter Parker boy who gets bit by a spider. And um, everyone who doesn't know that he's Spider-Man, his parents look at him as their son. His friends look at him as a regular student in high school, as a 
as a regular boy. Everybody's looking at him as a regular boy. But they don't see the background of when he turns into Spider-Man, he's, he's saving their lives. They only see the part that he's doing homework and he's doing his chores and he's just a regular old boy, like, hanging out with his friends in class, whatever. I say that to say we as parents are superheroes because all our kids see is, oh, mom and dad are taking me to Chuck E. Cheese. They're buying me the new sneakers. They're buying me the new clothes. They're buying me um, Hunter likes to go to pump it up. I'm going to the movies. I can get popcorn. I can go to Target and get a toy. They see all of that, but never did they, they don't know that mommy been out of work for 40 days. Like the government shutdown happened or mommy just uh, had an unnecessary bill come up. I mean, it's it's all on how much you share with your kids. And that's what I'm talking about. Um, how much do you share with your kids during the struggle? My kids uh, necessarily, not necessarily, were affected by the government shutdown because we just made it work. Um, I made arrangements where I could make arrangements, and luckily I'm in a two-income household, so my husband was not affected, which was great. But it did impact our house because we went from a one-income household to a two-income household for two pay periods. But I was blessed enough to, like, not struggle, struggle, you know? But... um my heart goes out to those who are in single parent households who were affected by the government shutdown because that's their only mean of financial stability. And then you have two two income households that were affected by the government shutdown where both parents or both uh, head of the households were not getting paid. And so there's no income coming in and your your kids are being affected. So how much do you share with your kids during the struggle? There were some people that had to stand in line for the free po- produce and the free food that people were giving out. And um, there were people who had to reach out and ask for help. There may have people who have, may have lost electricity or lost water. I don't know the extent of your struggles, but I'm just saying how much of that do you think that you should share with your children? Um and I know that it all depends on the age, but talk to me. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Um, I also say that to say um, it depends on the age, but you have to be careful. And this is not me telling you what to do. It's just me speaking. That's what I do on this podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I just speak from my perspective. Um, you have to be careful on how much you share with your children because then they may feel like you're unloading everything on them. And then that causes them to possibly mature. And you may say, oh, well, they're maturing. They're very mature for their age. They understand life. And that's a good thing. However, it may become a bad thing because you may be growing them up too fast and your burden becomes their burden and then at 13 they're thinking about how can i keep, how can i help my parents keep the lights on how can i help my parents um fix their relationship so they don't get a divorce how can i help my parents you know pay for my basketball this season cuz i really want to play pay, play basketball those things are a blessing and a curse it's like beneficial but then it it can hurt them at the same time so i um don't know. This is all the stuff that I've been thinking about during the 40 days. 
Brandon said, I thought my mom was a superhero. I thought she was superwoman, super strength, super smart, made money, super speed because she would appear when we needed. But as I got older, I found out she was a broke Batman. She had no power. She was literally risking everything for you to eat. For us to have a home, we still don't know how she did it on her own. Three snaps. Hashtag momish. Because a mom, I mean, all respect to dads. Because dads going to make it work too. You got some stand-up dads out there. But a mom will literally get it done. I seen a couple of posts today that I was going to share. But I didn't get a chance to because it was a lot going on today. But a mom will get it done. Like, they're not going to see their kids struggle. They're going to make sure, like he said, superwoman, super strength, super smart, super speed. Like, super speed. Like, today, got home, and I was like, shoot, I got to go. I, well, I got Jax from daycare. I was like, shoot, I got to go back out and get my wine because I didn't have any wine. And it was my first day back at work, so I definitely needed some wine. Y'all see the new momish glasses? Momish wine glasses grab yours online yes so i had to grab my wine i had to go to the grocery store and pick up side dishes um came back and cooked fed jacks jacks is now watching sesame street while i do this and then i had to set up the laptop this laptop the ipad and my cell phone and get everything together so i'm still in my work clothes but it's just like i don't know a, a woman's mind is just totally different. Like, we can be everywhere in different places and get it done. Like, we gonna get it done. Um, but thank you for sharing that, uh, Brandon. Um, but I do want to hear from somebody who's been in a divorce or the deadbeat parent. I heard from some people. Um, we talked about the government shutdown. Um, so, for me... I was glad that I thought wisely because um, for the government shutdown, before, if y'all remember, there was talks of the government shutdown. Talks, talks, talks. And there's always talks for us at the end of each um, fiscal year, at the end of our CR budget, there's talks of, you know, is the budget going to get approved for the next, you know, whatever time length. And so we always get hit with the, it's going to be a government shutdown. The last time it lasted half of a day, like literally half of a day. So sometimes we're like, ah, it's not going to happen. For me, I was like, Trump, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to put nothing past him. So um, when it came around Christmas time, we had an episode about Christmas and how big do you do it for the holidays, et cetera, et cetera. And I told y'all, like, my mom does it big, but like this year, I really didn't have nothing to get my kids and so I say that to say had I made up things to buy my kids I would have been like done for it. and sometimes we do that we're like I don't they don't need anything but I'm just gonna get them this I'm just gonna get them this because I just want to get them this so I can put it on Instagram or on Facebook and say I got them all of this stuff but no my husband and I bought our kids two big things they got two toys some a couple of outfits because I buy them clothes like throughout the year and that was it. I bought my nieces and my nephew and I bought my grandmother because you can't not get mama a gift. If y'all if y'all on here, y'all know mama, I gotta get mama a gift. So I, I did explain to my mom, I was like, Ma, you know, I'm gonna get uh you and Scott something after the holiday. So I got I told my parents like I will get them something after the holiday. And my youngest sister, who's the only person that gets a gift because she's like the only one that don't have kids. 
So I was like, I'm going to get y'all something out of the holiday because I don't know what's going to happen with this government shutdown. Remember, nothing was, it was just talk of a government shutdown. So then um, we got noticed that he gave us Christmas Eve off. And I was like, I'm about to stop spending. Like, I'm not buying nothing else. Like, I'm not buying no wrapping paper. If your gift ain't wrapped, it ain't wrapped. Like, I'm not spending nothing else. Like, that's it. My spending budget is over. And so we got Christmas Eve off. And I was I had a feeling I was like, he giving us Christmas Eve off for a reason. Like, he probably about to shut us down. Lord and behold, we got shut down. But nobody, nobody predicted that we would be shut down for 40 days. Like, we almost missed three paychecks, y'all. And I'm, like, just thankful that I did not go crazy for Christmas because... I would have been done for. That was our last paycheck until uh, we got that last paycheck before the shutdown. Well, I think maybe during the shutdown, something like that. And that was it. Like, it had to last. And every day it was nothing. Nope. Can't, they ain't come to a deal. No deal. No deal. No deal. So, I mean, I'm just glad that I did that. Um, I did try to maintain, and this is like some mom tips. I tried to maintain some of my regular lifestyle fun times on a lower scale. So for me, I like the movies. I'll go to the movies by myself. Um, sometimes my husband wants to see a movie, but if he don't move fast enough, bye-bye in my Trump voice. Bye-bye. So, um, I went to go see like three movies and everybody was like, you living it up on the furlough. $5 $5 movies, so I spent $15 and I seen three movies where I could have spent $15 and seen one movie regular time. So I went to $5 movies in the morning. Um, For my kids, I made sure that I did things for them so they didn't feel like the effect of the, the uh, shutdown. Um, So we went to see Spider-Man with Hunter during the matinee time, which was cheaper. Um, We went to Pump It Up if you have like toddler age kids pump it up does eight dollar open jump on tuesdays and thursdays so you get eight dollars and your kids go to pump it up where you paying a lot of money if you go if you're if you're throwing a birthday party or if you go during regular time it's much more so that was eight dollars that hunter could spend two and a half hours jumping on these inflatable moon bounces um, we went to Chuck E. Cheese on coupon prices. If you don't have the Chuck E. Cheese app, get the Chuck E. Cheese app for your kids. They always have coupon prices. We had a hundred points for, I think it was $15, a hundred points, um, $15. So a hundred points. We were there for two and a half hours. We play games. They play games. They rode stuff. So, um, I just say that to say like my kids didn't really see a difference. They're too young to understand at this age. And I didn't want them to see the behind the scenes of narratives of what was really going on. However, they're not old enough. So if you have older kids, I cannot speak from that because I don't have older kids. But I know for me speaking as a child, um, I never seen, me and my sisters never seen the back struggle that my parents had until we got old enough to understand. And even then, they tried to keep stuff from us. And we didn't like necessarily know, but we kind of, knew um but they didn't want to tell us like the struggle that they were going through but they always like made a way and so parents are literally superheroes like we had food on our table we had a roof over our head we were still dressing nice we were still like living life there was no difference there was no breakup in our life so they made sure we were never affected so 
as a parent, um, I think it's always important to share with your children what's going on um, to some extent. And if you are one of those parents that tell your kids everything, that's great. Um, I think it just depends on the age. But um, just share with your kids what's going on so they know. Um, because they're eventually going to realize, like, what's going on. You know, there's no hiding it from them for too long. Um, the kids these days are advanced, and they're very smart. They're very inquisitive. They have lots of questions. They want to know everything. Like, this generation is one to be reckoned with. Like, I always said that this generation is not the same. They're They're going to, like, take charge. So... I think it's just important to talk to your kids. Like, I want to be one of those parents that my kids come to me and ask me stuff and talk to me about everything. There's some things that I don't want to know about, but I do want to know about, if you get my drift. Because um, I want to know what's going on. Okay? But, um, that was just like my uh, parents are superheroes uh, thing. And I just wanted to know, like, from another parent to... From one parent to another, like, how much do you share with your children? Um, and do you think it depends on the age? And do you think it depends on the comprehensive level? Um, like, what, what factors do you factor in when you're sharing things with your children? But in other news, let's get into some upcoming momish um, news. Momish news. Um, be sure to check out the website, www momish-podcast.com www.momish-podcast.com um, my husband created that website so ch- shout out to him um he's amazing when it comes to momish podcast y'all like get y'all somebody that support y'all dreams support what y'all want to do um he's a great partner of momish i really like working with him will love working with him um so he did the website shout out to him um the wine glasses the momish you can't really see the issue on here but the momish wine glasses are on the site now um so you can purchase those um the momish hoodies are on the site the t-shirts will be on the site for everybody that has ordered thank you so much for your orders you guys are amazing um i will say this i'm very excited for the upcoming episode um kwaisha is on here her episode is coming up, and I'm going to have another educator, Janae. Um, they're going to be on as mom educators. Um, we're Of course, we're going to talk about our regular mom life, too. But to have them on as educators is going to be great for me because I'm a new mom of a child, a school-aged child. And Hunter is in kindergarten, and I cannot lie, this year has been frustrating for me. Um, I'm not... Con- completely pleased with his kindergarten um teacher so i've been very frustrated and i've been talking to his previous teacher a lot um because it's just unorganized and i've worked in education system before and i'm just not i'm not i'm not there y'all so it'll be great to have them on and ask them some questions as a mom to a a current educator and they may tell me I'm tripping on some things or they may give me like some some uh, real insight on everything that's going on within the education system. So because things may be different, like I was in the education system when I came home from college and back in 07, 08. And then 
in 2013, I was at Fairmont Heights High School. So things may have changed since then. And I've never done kindergarten. So I don't know. I'm looking forward to that interview, though. Um, they'll be on in the upcoming interview. And um, we have a panel because I was about to speak about the business side. We have a panel of four moms who are mompreneurs. I'm very excited about that because they are entrepreneurs, full-time entrepreneurs. They do not have a, a nine-to-five job. They don't have um, to worry about government shutdowns. They don't have to worry about um, looking forward to the day-to-day CNN news to see when we're going back to work. Um, so I'm not um, currently looking forward to being a mompreneur yet. Um, I just don't know if it's for me, but... That's why I want to talk to them about the ins and outs of being a mompreneur. Um, but I was speaking about the momish glasses and the momish hoodies and t-shirts, etc. Um, you guys really wanted those, uh, like the paraphernalia, and I was very excited to get it for you. However, I'm new to the business side, so for everybody that placed the order, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you guys are amazing. However, I'm very new to the business side, like the sales side. So my husband has been like manning the back side of the website so when the orders come in he kind of helps me with that um then i have to like place orders with the people that i do business with for distributing purposes and i have to have like a timeline for them and then when i get the products i have to i had to order like shipping products and i got all of that stuff in which is great and now i have and now i have to i've been packaging stuff and going to uh the post office and like shipping stuff to you guys and so it's a lot and i'm like oh crap i wasn't ready for this side i wasn't ready for the sales side i wasn't ready for the business side so everybody that placed orders thank you so much for your patience those orders have gone out i have a couple of more orders that i need to get out but um those will be done tomorrow um and if you would like to place an order place an order on the website www.momish-podcast.com and I look forward to uh, receiving your orders and fulfilling your orders. Um, my sister says she's currently sipping out of her glass now. Cheers. Because all moms need wine, right? And this is like my first glass of wine in a while. I don't know how many days, but in a while. And um, so that panel interview is going to come up. Um, it's going to be great for, for mompreneurs that do full-time moms and full-time entrepreneurs like that's crazy that's out of this world like they're their own boss plus they take care of their kids um i know one is a stay-at-home mom nia um if you have a chance check out her products on instagram naturally nia i can't think of the name but her name is naturally nia on healthy strands healthy strands products on instagram um also i was supposed to do oh and my girl ashley scales she has her own candle line um which is amazing i got my candles in i'm about to order some more candles so if you're a candle fan check her out on facebook ashley scales and instagram i think it's a scales and jean is on here hey jean Jane has Worldview if you're looking for before and after care. Um, he also has a sports program. He's doing his thing out there. So I just feel like 
I should if you want to if you want to do like promotion on momish I don't know how many uh views I have currently but um I like promoting your stuff like let me know I'm I'm good with it just send me the information and I'll do that but make sure you check out momish podcast on iTunes and momish podcast Spotify at momish podcast soundcloud at momish podcast and um there's some other uh podcast outlets that we are on there are a couple of smaller podcast outlets i'm not sure if you guys are hip to those but i will post those on instagram and on this page but itunes spotify and soundcloud are the biggest ones that um most people listen to so check out the episode um look forward to the other episodes coming forth i will not be uh recording this upcoming Sunday because it's Super Bowl Sunday. One, I got to share my birthday with Super Bowl Sunday every year. It's my birthday. I'm turning 32, y'all. 32 is going to be good to me. I'm claiming it. Um, And then it's my birthday. So I love y'all and all, but I'm not going to be recording on Sunday. <laughs> but this is Momish Monday and we did Parents of Superheroes. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Keep being amazing. Keep being superhero parents. Keep uh raising young kings and queens um and thank you guys for supporting momish podcast from day one you guys have been like the best co-hosts ever and i call y'all my co-hosts not my audience because y'all be like chatting y'all be giving me um insight so i consider y'all my co-hosts so and i'm gonna read everything that um, Kwaisha. But when she comes on, it's going to be real good. Her and Janae um, have educational backgrounds. Um, so stay tuned for everything that's coming up for Momish. Um, we're doing some community work. Um, we did the senior citizen stuff in the past, but um, we don't, we're doing some community work going into the high schools and middle schools and working with a partner um, that I don't want to disclose yet because everything has a final, but we're going to be working with a nonprofit organization, doing some uh, community work with the young people, the youth in the community, because they really need it. Um, so it'll be amazing. Uh, share this on Facebook for my Facebook family. I love y'all. Share this on Facebook and be sure to tune in. If you missed out, Lindale, you didn't miss it. You can tune in later. I love y'all. I'm about to uh, drink this wine, watch some TV, and... Get ready for work tomorrow. I ain't said that in a long time, but I'm thankful to have a job. Bye, y'all. Have a blessed week. Oh, I can't sing, y'all. Whoever's still on here, my bad.